0: if you ask anybody right now which is the saddest the most difficult month of the year most of us, if not all of us would say January for obvious reasons even now you're experiencing January and I can tell you in terms of people who have opened, uh, who are entrepreneurs or who own their own businesses, they would tell you this month is hard because people are not actually coming to buy their Goods and services because there's no money in general you have spent most of it at home So life is hard all around So most likely most of us if not all of us would say that January is the saddest month But can I tell you something? Interestingly The saddest month in term, in terms of statistics and the activities and the and the crime rates December is the hardest month December is the saddest the most disheartening month of the whole year like basically for example if I take like the, the extreme extreme statistic murder December takes the crown clearly if you if you if you have that and you're able to google even just last year you see December just is, is different. <laughs> A month that most of us would think is, it should be filled with happiness. A month that a good number of service providers were not even sleeping. Just finish this service, for example, if you're into maybe uh, catering. So you finish this job, you go to sleep. The next morning you're called for another one like that. So basically there are more events in December. There are more joyous events in December than any other month. So it's like December is that is, is is a month of two tales. Of great happiness or great uh, celebrations and whatever and great sorrow. Just imagine that. A month where there are many graduations, a month where there, are, where there are many happiness. Actually, which is interesting, I have to state it. I just have to say this for, for goodness sake. <laughs> the month that has more, more say, more Hey, the month that has most births is uh, August, September there so if you just do the calculations backwards, you know the month that is, there are more happiness, November, December but yet, December is the month that has more, also more murders, more um, house chaos, more basically the things that people are, are, trying, are shunning away from people that wouldn't want to hear about is in the month of December which is disheartening and so uh, this pastor was having this conversation in his fellowship the pastor is called John Castle. he was having this discussion with the fellowship and he was saying the interesting thing about December is that while the other months people are very busy in December is where families get to meet friends get to meet um, there are more celebrations from Uh, work parties, the family gatherings, all these kinds of things are happening in December. And that time is when you realize the thing that you are suppressing the whole year, that loss you're suppressing the whole year, that um, anger that you're suppressing the whole year is blown up exponentially. Like for example you are having a wonderful time with say your wife Man, your wife, you're enjoying your time, and then she passes on. Is you left that month? You are looking forward to celebrate the month of December with her, and she's left. That is it. And now, while the other months you are not very much, uh, it was not hitting you that hard. In this month, you are seeing the WhatsApp status. You're seeing. Uh, the groups and all these things everybody's with their loved ones and you the person you are looking forward to be with is not there can you imagine the heart that feels and I know most of us say peer pressure or don't deal with this, no that is not about that because if everybody gets a chance to enjoy life together why not you? most times that question pops up there why not me? why them enjoy life and me? what about me? Even much depressing, you are with your wife and then during the year you divorce and left, you are left alone. <clears throat> In that month is when you actually see it. You are seeing every other person is with themselves, they are celebrating love, all these whole things. And you, the only thing that you can actually see and it, it, it's almost tangible is the hurt, the disgust, the pain of the divorce. And it might be just for those ones who have made it there, the relationship permanent, but even those of us who are not exactly permanent yet, that time is also the time when you realize how difficult life is. Like, that time is when you people, who, in fact, people who are not even you're not married yet are the ones who've lost the most, and you are there to see it, you cannot even reciprocate the same. So basically, the pressure is pressed down, shaken together, running over, and given back to you exponentially. And so, statistically speaking, December ends up becoming the month where people do everything to hurt the next person, murder, uh, house house kills all these things that are, that are not that, that don't bring joy to anybody listening or even watching. That's December for you. Now, unlike other um, other fellowships where they would use in the in the that Sunday or Christmas Sunday, they would use this um, they use the story of Jesus being born and, and say the reason for the season and all those things. This pastor, instead of using that the normal story of the Christmas Sundays and Christmas services, he goes back and piggybacks to. The Lord's Supper. While most fellowships would use that whole Lord, Lord's Supper and the death and Good Friday during the Easter holidays, he goes and use that story during Christmas. And I think it's a good thing that he did that. That's a good thing that I had. I had that someone in, during December this too. And the interesting thing is what he said is important. Just, just think most from, for the people who normally go and have a, their Lord's Supper think of your heart how it was when you went on to take the Lord's Supper most times you would have uh, during the week for most fellowships they would like, be very very repentant, very humble basically they, they turn harmless they try their level best not to hurt another person they try their level best to make sure they have no graduate people because on Sunday they're going to take the Lord's Supper. And most times we we'll would hear the pastor say that uh, before you take the Lord's Supper, examine your heart. Make sure that it's clean and all these things. If you have something to repent go before the Lord. It's a, it's a whole serious event. And it's very true. It's a very serious situation. Now, look, go if you go back to this, that part of the Lord's Supper, it tells you take this as often as possible in remembrance of me. So unlike from a fellowship, we take once a month. So instead of me waiting for once a month to take the Lord's Supper, I should be taking it as often as possible in remembrance of Him. And this is interesting that he said. that One of the reasons if you read that part he's talking about um, for many people have taken it like they have not taken it correctly, and they have died of diseases and all these things. And when some of the preachers would use it, they would say it in a, in a perspective like, "Because you didn't take it seriously, the Lord is punishing you." probably just my subconscious thinking that whenever with that part is read, is uh, in, the, in terms of God punishing me because I'm not eating the, 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 the Lord's supper seriously. Interesting it's not even about that. The interesting part is this Lord's Supper it's supposed to be a place of relief and this preacher used the story of uh, Mara when the children of Israel are, well, have just crossed have just crossed uh, the Red Sea they have celebrated now they have to move forward the next person the next place they are moving is to Mara in that desert they saw water they thought it's good water they dipped themselves in oil to find it's bitter and they cried out the Lord showed Moses Throw that. Uh, there was a certain tree there, was, and he, he was instructed to throw the, 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 the tree into the water, and it will become clean for people to protect. And that's what he did, and that's what happened. <clears throat> and we're saying that the Lord's supper is supposed to be like like, like that tree. When Jesus said, uh, "When you take uh, take this bread as my flesh, and take this wine as my my blood, in remembrance of him." In remembrance of what he did. What he did is, is take our place. So, because he's taken our place, we have to, not in terms of just happiness that he did, but in terms of relief because he did. In other words, whatever sorrow you are going through that time, or you have carried to that time, in this place, you're taking that bread and that wine and you're taking them remembering of what he did and you forgive and you lift and you and you place down your burdens because he is there. He's taking your place. That bitter situation that you are in when you take the cross when you when you when you observe the cross and you remember what he did as you take that that uh, Lord's supper. What it does, what you should be realizing is that he took your place. And so you live you you because he has taken your place, you are laying down your burdens. You are taking his his light yoke, his yeah, light teaching, his his sacrifice, and taking it and putting on your own. And you find it easy to forgive the next person. You are relieved interestingly the medical people will say if you keep carrying people you have all these kinds of diseases that are related to stress these kinds of diseases related to say sorrow there are different kinds of diseases that are related to different kinds of thoughts and the interesting thing is whenever somebody takes this um lord's supper in remembrance of him of his sacrifice laying down his burdens taking up the yoke of christ on him or her he's relieved. The same way the people who visited where they were having problems with water in Mara and then the tree was thrown to the situation and it becomes it becomes clear. How about also us in this current kind of generation, do that to our situations. As you are hurt and frustrated with people, as you are carrying people's burdens to yourself, go as you take that Lord's Supper, which should be as often as possible, because every other day, people continuously hurt us. Every other day. And the interesting thing, these this symbols that is most, like for me, I normally think symbols are not that important to me, especially those ones, where I'm, but I'm continuously realizing that these symbols are there for me. That as I take that Lord's Supper, to remember that I am submitting my situations to Christ. I'm like, God, this is where I am. Please take it up. The same way He did for them. I believe He can do it to me, to you who is going through first. I know it is just the seventh day of January, just the eighth day of January, or the ninth day, depending on the time I'll post. I know there are people already hurt with people. People have lost businesses. People have lost all these kinds of things. Now imagine carrying all that till, till December. Imagine the heart that you would feel. And then the joy would they would, would, would the joy that is placed in them in the middle of sorrow is no longer joy. It's just heart. If you remember the story about the wine, the new wine putting on the old skin, the old skin always tears and wastes good wine. That's the exact thing that happens to most of us when it comes to the time of having joy. You're taking an old heart, a very frustrated heart, a very tired heart, and putting in joy that cannot have, cannot be in the same scenario as our old heart, and eventually you end up having a wasted, a wasted life. How about taking our yoke, taking our burdens? going to cross and be like, Christ, as I'm taking this, I'm remembering of what you did. Come into my situation, however difficult it is, just I remember you. Come to this, this situation and take charge because because I know he has, he is there to help us, even though the interesting thing about this law that I love is that whenever he takes up a scenario, it might not be solved immediately, but you will see a way around it. You will just make it. Remember there was a day where everything at work was just going ridiculous. Everything. There was no reason to have happiness at that time. And yet it was just, eh. While I was supposed to be very annoyed, I was happy. I just found happiness to sing <laughs> and dance. and. The interesting thing, if I, after I was just happy, I was just now going back on like, God, you do whatever you do. Everything else came back up and running. So what I'm saying is, as we take the Lord's Supper, as we do our day to day, remember to always remember his sacrifice. If you need the, the articles to remember, make sure you do it. Because he just told us, do it as often as possible to remember, to remind yourself of the sacrifice he did. That as you go on to this frustrating world, that people, people keep heartbreaking you, heartbreaking me. Every day in those scenarios, to take myself to God. Even in those mistakes that I have done, even in those addictions that I have thrown myself into, even in those times, as I take that cup, they take that bread, they remember the work of Christ on Calvary here. I'm praying that he takes my place. He just goes on and dip himself into these bitter waters. And I know that he takes love. That's my thought for this January. Happy New Year even as we are ending New Year's, you know, starting the grind. Happy New Year to everyone.